But I invite you this morning to turn with us to the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And uh, Cassie, would you write down, just write down Romans 15, 4. I'll ask for that in a moment. I'm sorry I should have given it to you. And uh, by the way, if you are a daddy and you were not here last Sunday, uh, if you'll see me as you're on your way out this morning, I will, I will give you your Father's Day gift, okay? Hebrews 12. <clears throat> I do not know who the writer of Hebrews is, but I would, if I had to give it a an author, I would give it to Paul. Um, Hebrews to me is uh, both old and new mixed together. So the writer says, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endued the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Father, I'm so thankful that you know my struggles. I'm so thankful that you said I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I haven't, left, I haven't felt left or forsaken. But Lord, I pray that you just uh, give me the right words today. Lord, you know what we need to hear. And I just pray that you would um, just make your presence known to us, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. <clears throat> It's been many a many a year since I was classified as a jogger. <laughs> I used to do it regularly, and now I, I don't jog, I, I walk from the bedroom to the kitchen. But jogging has its advantages as well as disadvantages. I see joggers on the road, and I've never yet to see one not smiling. Oh, he's a grinning and a grinning. I'm thinking, good night. I know it's stressful. It's strenuous, but it has its advantages, they say. It'll build your heart up, they say. And I've known or heard of, I didn't know them, young joggers who died. Jogging with a heart attack. Okay? I'm not saying don't do it. This morning I took my shower and I was drying off and I bent over to begin to dry down here and my back said, hey, I ain't going there. I'm thinking, hey, I can touch, my, touch the feet, I touch the floor with my hands without my knees being bent. Now get to it. And I just sat there for a little bit, just hung there, okay? You're not supposed to bounce. I just hung there. And it was a burning from my ankles up to my hind end, okay? 
And it's just burning. I'm thinking, this has got to be good. But I wasn't smiling. It's got its advantages. It's got its disadvantages too. I, I can't afford for my back to go out on me, okay? I have had such excruciating pain with my back that I passed out one time, fell through a glass shower door, and didn't get cut. Don't know how long I laid there. Don't have a clue. Wasn't nobody around. I heard, I dreamed, I heard, somebody calling me, and I woke up, and there I laid backwards. I mean, I'm, it just is. Sometimes it hits without warning, um, but it is stressful. And those of you who do jog and exercise, more power to you. I'm glad you do. I remember in high school, I mean, I could, I could stick with the best of them with sit-ups and push-ups. Our PE teacher ordered a rope, and some of you may remember this. This thing was as big as an inch and a half PVC pipe, grass rope, and attached it to the bar joints up in the top. And hey, you want to see who could climb that thing. Man, I was like a squirrel. Get out of the way. And I'd go up that thing like it was a ladder. Not anymore. It just don't happen anymore. I used to could ski. Hey, two skis. I built my own disc one time. I could slalom. I could take off at the bank. You heard about coming back in. So a few weeks ago, Josh says, Daddy, we're going down the lake. I want you to come go with us. You need to ski again. I couldn't even get up. It's drug me through the water. I'm a consuming all of Hartwell I can possibly consume. <laughs> After about four tries, I said, get me in the boat. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> you know, the mind says, man, I, can, I know I can do it. And the body said, you go ahead because I ain't traveling. <laughs> you know, it's done got to that point. But oh, the writer here says, wherefore? Look what it said. Seeing we are also compassed about with a great cloud of witnesses. First of all, uh, the title is simply this. I don't know that Cassie had it up there. I wasn't looking up. Stay in your lane. It is very important, y'all, if you don't get nothing else this morning, to stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, the lane that God has given you to race in Stay in it. Don't worry about who's behind you, in front of you, uh, beside you. Stay in your lane. As we look at this scripture, the first thing I see is the people. The people here. And it's a, it's a great cloud of witness. These heroes of faith are listed in chapter 11. If you have your Bible open, it just says by faith. Every one of these, Abel, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, the parents of Moses and Moses himself, Joshua, Rahab, and the list goes on. And every one of them says, by faith. Let me tell you something. They were people just like you and me who heard the message and who said, 
I am going to follow the Lord. Uh, you know, it's, uh, listen, today is a day that we need to be following the Lord. I don't care what age. If our little children, and they, many of them have been saved in Bible school, you know, God has a lane for them to run in. He's got a lane for them to run in. And it's up to us as parents to help them find their way. You and I as adults, we have a great shepherd who wants to lead us in his way. And his way, by the way, is always the right way. There is no other way but trust in Jesus. So these people here, um, these witnesses, they, listen, they bear witness to us that God will and can see us through. He saw them through. If he saw them through, why wouldn't he see us through? We're his children just like these list of names here. We're no different than they are. God created them like he created us. He put them in a lane and they ran that race. He created us, he's put us in a lane and he wants us to run that race. Simple things, simple things. You're at the gas pump, somebody's most of the time these days are on the other side. Do you speak to them? Uh, last evening, one of our members and I were seated in McDonald's having us a milkshake. There was a young boy up at the uh, counter. I'd never seen him before in my life. He just simply turned to me and my friend and he says, How's God treating you, boys? I said, better than I deserve. That's all he said. Just a simple word. Just a simple word to cause you to think that about that great cloud of witnesses that have gone before us, that set the example for us, that left it for Hey, if they can make it, so can we. Hello? If we can make it because they made it. We're trusting in the same God that they are trusting in. Uh, Cassie, put up that Romans 15, 4, please. For whatsoever things were written aforetime. Now that's, okay, Hebrews is bringing up all these Old Testament guys, okay? For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for, what's that word say? Our, us. For our learning, that who we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. They had hope, and now they're enjoying that hope. We have hope, and one day we will see that hope face to face. That hope is Jesus. That's where it lies today. Not only, uh, we talk about staying in our lane in verse, in the, those two verses there, the, the first one, uh, not only the, do we see people, but I see the, in that verse a problem there. Uh, it says, um, let us lay aside every weight, weight. Um, we need to get rid of the weights. I, I think of uh, our, our youngest son when he was playing baseball in his workout routine he would fasten on weights on his ankle and run for miles. 
His coach would pick him up at our house and drive him all the way to Oakway and let him out, and he'd run back home. That seemingly wasn't enough, and so, you know, we'd, we'd try to give him everything he needed for, for his baseball because he wanted to go, his dream was to play with Chipper Jones, okay? That was his goal, that was his dream. And so we bought him a parachute. He strapped this thing on, and not only did he have weights on his ankles and a parachute on his back, he would make a purpose to run against the wind. Run against the wind, day in, day out. He'd even take him up the road when it's pouring rain and put him out, and he would run home. They were pitching ball in the front yard with weights. Hey, it's sun shining like it's doing these days. I said, why don't you get in the backyard where all the pine trees are in the shade? He said, Daddy, I've never been on a baseball field where there was a shade tree. So he, come time to run in his lane, the weights came off, the parachute came off, and prior to stepping in the box, he'd pick up a chunk of weight, slide it on the bat, and be off to the side, slinging that bat with the weight on it as hard as he could swing it until time come for the real thing. Then the weight came off. Okay, I'll, I'll brag on him because I can brag on him without lying. He was the fastest runner on the Anderson University baseball team for four years running. And that didn't just happen. It happened because he worked at it. He, he worked hard at it. And when the time comes, he, less, he laid aside all that weight so that he could give it all he had without any restrictions. The problem with us in serving the Lord, we've got weights hanging on us. And I don't tell you, personal experience, a lot of times our past sin will cause us to have weights that hinder us from doing what God wants us to do. You see, if we've asked for forgiveness of those sins, God says, I forgive you and I forget about it. But you know who don't forget? The devil. So he brings it up and he says, hey, I remember what you used to be. And then we hash it all over again and these weights come upon us and hinder us from doing what God wants us to do. That's a problem. Well, let me give you a third thing. We're talking about staying in our lane. Not only the people in the problem, but I see pressure here. Pressure. It says, and not only do we need to lay aside every weight, but it says, and the sin which so easily besets us. You know, a tiny, tiny little pebble in your shoe. I mean, I couldn't walk. I kept shaking it around. It moved, and finally I stopped, and I'm looking for this thing. I dumped my shoe, not there. Eased my sock off, turned it wrong side out, and out falls a little pebble like it might have been a little big, bigger than a turnip seed. So tiny, but that little thing was hindering my walk. Sin's the same way. It don't matter if, it's a, if you classify them as big and little and medium. It don't matter what the sin is. It will hinder our walk with Jesus. That's why it's so important, y'all, 
that we confess our sins to God. He said, I, I promise that I will forgive you and I will forget about it, which so easily besets us. Well, I see another thing there. Now, as we try to stay in our lane, the people, we see the problem, we see the pressure. But look here. It says, let us run with patience. That's something I don't have a whole lot of in my bag. Uh, That's patience. Okay, when I get ready to do something, (laughs) I want to do it. And I want to do it right now. And I don't want something getting in my way. I don't have a part of patience. But it says, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. The lane in which you uh, should run. Patience is endurance. How long can you last? Will you be the first one that drops out? Or will you be the last one that drops out? Many times we're the last one that might cross the finish line. But here, listen, it's not that we were last, we finished. We endured. The Bible says that Jesus endured the cross. Stay in your lane that's set before you. You see, it's faith in Jesus that endures. Um, It endures us. Uh, to, to run our race. I can't run your race and you can't run mine. I don't want to run yours and you shouldn't want to run mine. People all the time say, I don't see how you do what you do. I don't either. I don't try to figure it out. I just go do it. I take a lot of medicine, okay? A lot of medicine. And 13 of them 16 things is prescription. And I've asked the doctor, I mean, this is ridiculous here at 72 and I got a handful of pills I got to take every morning. I said, what's this for? He said, it's for your heart. I said, what about this one? It's for your heart. And he went on, for your heart, your heart, your heart. You're not a lie. I went this week. He listened, he listened, he listened. He said, you amaze me. (laughs) I said, I amaze myself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, blood pressure, just like it ought to be. Asthma, but no wheezing. I mean, my, I mean, it's, it's just on and on, that endurance. I mean, and you know what Paul said? I put my body under subjection. I put it under pressure just to see what I can do. And I'm probably the same way. I put it under subjection. I see what I can do. And then when I see what I can do, I want to see if I can go a little bit more. I struggle sometime in the mornings when I first get up because everything has been parked all night and it don't want to give up and start moving in the mornings. You know, I stand up and I'm staggering around and I'm looking for something to hold to until the landing gear gets set and then I can walk and go and, and do what I want to and, and I don't jog like I said, but I might get in a past fate, a fast Pace. <laughs> my tongue got over my eye tooth and I couldn't see what I was saying. But it's amazing what God will allow us to do if we're just willing. Willing workers, workers. That's what he needs, laborers. He said the fields are white. And what are you doing? What am I doing? The fields are white. What am I doing? 
And the rest home this week, I, I went there to see, <coughs> well, one of the visits was Mr. Emil, and uh, he's doing real good, continue to pray for him. Uh, but when I approached his room, I could see the nurse in there, and they were working with him, so I just kept on walking. I didn't want to disturb what they were doing, and I was walking down the hall, and I was looking both sides at names to see if I recognized anybody there that I could drop in and speak to, and I walked on down, and toward the end of the, one of those long halls, there was a stretcher laying in the hall with this little lady on it, and as I approached her, she put her hand up, and I reached out and caught her hand. She said, young man, I've been watching you since you entered that hallway up yonder. Who are you looking for? I said, I've already found him. Oh, I said, I'm just wandering around the hall here to see if I know anybody else. She told me her name, told me where she went to church. She said, I, I'm in here because I broke my leg. And uh, she said, they've laid me out here in the hall, and I think they have forgot me. <laughs> well, we talked, and there was nurses going left and right, and what, one of them tending to her? And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, you better just leave that alone now. You go to trying to get her in a room somewhere and you're going to be out of your lane and in trouble. So I prayed with her and I went on. But I, I thought about, you know, the things that we run up on during the week, the places where we go, where we hang out. Um, I met some people this week. That lady was one of them that I have never met, had opportunity to talk to. And they found out and knew who I was and where I was. And they knew some of you. They asked me about you. And I couldn't think of your name. So I'm losing my memory. So if I ask you, was it you or your brother died last week, just laugh it off. <laughs> That's what you asked for eight years ago. You begged me and I begged you and here we are. We're trying to have patience with one another. Well, as we look at this staying in our lane, listen to me. I see the people, the problem, the pressure, the patience, but I see a person. I hope you see that person. In verse 2, beginning in verse 2, it says, looking. Now, you don't find this with your eyeballs shut, okay? Looking. What does it say? Unto Jesus. Is there anybody else to look to that's going to help us through this world of spiritual world, okay? It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. This person, he's the author of our race, by the way. It says at the beginning, he knows where I had my beginning. It also says he's the finisher of this race. He's going to be at the end of this race when we finish that race. Listen, y'all, we can't quit. But you know what bothers me? I think about so many. Listen to me now. And you... You probably think of so many also that have been in this church since I've been here and have just walked away. Some of them I see going to church anywhere. No. Well, won't you come back? Don't want to. If a person is saved, I mean born again, they ought to want to be in church somewhere. And I say, well, if you're not coming to First Baptist, go somewhere. On the other hand, we've got a bunch that have gone somewhere. They may be, have joined, but nobody's let us know where we can take them off our road. 
Our deacons tried that one time. <laughs> I don't remember how many letters. They sent out hundreds of letters to everybody. If you're not going to church anywhere, please come back. If we've hurt you, we, for, we are sorry, please come back. One letter return. I'm a member of your church. I do not plan to come back, but I am going to be buried there. I'm thinking, well, go on, send your money. You ain't coming. <laughs> send your loot. Because Jesus is the author of, of all of our beginning. All our beginning. And he's the finisher of our faith. He's the one to love. Well, let me move on. I see the price. It says in that scripture there, for the joy. Are you believing this? Who for the joy that was set before him? Bible says, James says, count it all joy when you fall into different positions and places that bother you, cause you to go astray. Count it a joy when you're put in these positions because somebody is trying your and my faith. So try it out. He's saying the price was joy. Count it all joy. He endured the cross, the Bible says. You see, death was a payment for your and my sins. And last of all, I see the power there. Look what he says. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. My, can you imagine what that position looks like? God on his throne in control of everything. I said everything. And his son seated right beside him. Make an intercession for you and me. Our bridge into heaven is Jesus Christ. It's a race. I want to challenge all of us, including this pastor, to stay in your lane. Please don't quit. That's my challenge to you today. Don't quit. Don't quit. Anybody can quit. Please don't quit. Things aren't suiting you, ask God, what do I need to do? If you're not a member of this church, whose fault is it? Think about it. You visited, if you like it, you ought to become a part. So you can participate in and get involved. You know, so many people, and, and they some of these outfits, hey, they don't know if you're there or not. You can go. You don't have to commit to anything. You can just go and you can be there and, and you can go home and nobody's going to bother you during the week. If you're not there, they're not going to call and say, hey, we missed you. Where are you? No. Hey, I let me tell you, I care. That's why so many phone calls is made during the week. I challenge you, don't quit. Stay in there with it and help somebody else to get in there with it. Father, I thank you and love you so much for what you've done this morning through this feeble mind and this feeble body. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to hearts. I know without you I'm nothing, but I know with you I can do all things because you give me the strength. Lord, I've thought many times, I don't know why you've put me here at this place, 
but I know you've put me here. And Lord, I pray that you'd help me not to quit, not to slack up. When things are stiff, keep going. When things are not smooth, keep going. And help us, Lord, all to pull together that we might see your kingdom grow. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're